Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast. Table Flippers is an outreach of Greater Works Christian Church here in Lancaster, California. I am your host, Robert Enos, along with Chippy the Chipmunk. If it wasn't for me, no one would listen to this show. It's all about Chippy. Get ready to be challenged, to be confronted with truth and reality, and get ready for a revolution. It's found at Table Flippers. Oh, boy. Here we go again. 27,000 people, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, you heard that. 27,000 people. You may be wondering, what does that mean? 27,000 people. What? Where? How? This past week, I was, this past Saturday, it is now today, Tuesday, this past Saturday, Myself, my wife, and our translator were in Guadalajara, Mexico at the March for Jesus in Guadalajara. And we had anticipated a large crowd. Last year, they had somewhere between ten and 12,000 people. They knew they were going to break that 10,000, 12,000, but they didn't realize how many people were going to show up. Praise God. 27,000, and that's a conservative number. There could have been far more than that, but 27,000 that they know of, uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 500 churches in the Guadalajara region and area, participated, many pastors with their congregations, worship teams, dance teams, all coming together to march for about two miles. It doesn't seem like that long, ladies and gentlemen, but it took a long time because we had to stop at a lot of stop lights along the way and let traffic through. But nonetheless, two miles, approximately two hours, and 27,000 people marched for Jesus through the streets of Guadalajara from one area in their uh, university part of the town to the main plaza where there was a big stage set up and worship teams and worship bands going that plaza was already crowded with people, and then 27,000 people converged on an already bustling plaza in Guadalajara. What a phenomenal thing to be a part of. What a phenomenal thing to see and to witness. It was absolutely amazing, and uh, honestly, I'm just really taken by the whole thing. It was spectacular, and we met some wonderful people down there. We were a part of it. The three of us marched we sang, we danced. Well, I did my best to sing because I don't understand Spanish. My wife does, Carlos does, I don't. So I, when there were songs that are typically, that I know typically in English, I at least sang the English version to these songs. But I, I walked, I marched, I danced, I whistled, I shouted. We chanted along the way. Even though it was in Spanish, Uh, we were chanting various things and I just kind of did my best to chime in (laughs) with my redneck drawl on some of these uh, Spanish phrases. But nonetheless, it was a spectacular time. I wish you all could have been there. And that was just this past, again, Saturday there in Guadalajara. Now, the reason I'm talking to you about this is not just to give a testimony, although the testimony in and of itself is enough. It's fantastic testimony. A great testimony of what can happen when God's people come together and start working together to do these things. As I said, somewhere in the neighborhood of 500 churches came together for this. The night before, Friday night, there was a uh, concert 
at one of the larger churches there, the Victory Outreach in Guadalajara, and the same worship bands that were in the plaza Saturday night after the march were there for this concert. And again, it was a packed house, many believers, many Christians, fantastic, phenomenal time there together, just all these different Christians from different churches, different denominations, worshiping God together, and it was beautiful. The whole weekend was spectacular. Then I had the awesome privilege of speaking and ministering at Pastor Julian's church there in Guadalajara. He is the gentleman, the pastor that put all of this together for Guadalajara, and he worked with, you know, again, all of those churches, all of those different um, pastors, churches, youth groups, youth pastors, worship teams. He put it, pulled it all together. And I'm not sure if he asked me to speak because he thought I was extremely anointed or he was just so exhausted he wanted somebody else to do it. Either way, I was blessed. They have a great church there. He and his wife, Susie, great church there. And I was extremely blessed. And they seemed to really uh, take heart to the ministry, to the message. And God's going to do some spectacular things with them there in Guadalajara, as we already saw 27,000 people, ladies and gentlemen. Do you know what it's like to be part of a march of 27,000 people through the streets of a major city such as Guadalajara, praising and exalting the name of Jesus? If you've never done it before, I highly suggest that you get out there and make it happen because that was spectacular on so many different levels. And I so appreciate being a part of that. And be, I appreciate what God did there with every one of us. What a wonderful, wonderful weekend we had out there. And it was a short trip for us because when we heard about this happening, we just wanted to be there, be a part of it. And we're going to be back there next month. As a matter of fact, we're leaving actually late this month in November to be in Okanlan, which is um, 45 minutes, an hour south, south uh, east of Guadalajara with Pastor Braulio Serratos. And there's going to be a March for Jesus there in Okilan. He's working with, Pastor Braulio is working with several of the pastors there. And Pastor Julian, who was able to put this together, get 27,000 people in Guadalajara. So Okilan, get ready. You know, God's moving and he's going to move even more powerfully uh, early next month in just a few weeks. So ladies and gentlemen, uh, and many of you, I, I know many of you listen to my podcast in Mexico and in that Guadalajara, Lake Chapala, Ocatlan area, there's Sawayo. I don't know all the, the names of the towns, ladies and gentlemen, but Sawayo, Hikilpan. I, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I do my best to say it. Uh, Guadalajara, Chapala, Lake Chapala, and all the towns around Lake Chapala, there's Ocatlan. Please, if you live in anywhere in in that area, within, say, I don't know, two-hour drive of Okalan. Please do everything you can do to be there. It's not just about numbers, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, although when we show up, when Christians show up in numbers, it changes things. It radically changes things. Uh, people take notice. You know, in Guadalajara this last weekend, this last Saturday, again, 27,000 people at this march for Jesus, ex uh, proclaiming the name of Jesus. Just a few days prior to that, there was a rally uh, of homosexual LGBT community. Apparently, 
I didn't, I don't understand the whole story. That was kind of a local news. But apparently there was somebody who claimed to be non-binary uh, who was uh, killed. Um, I believe he was murdered, but killed. And so the community, the LGBT community, wanted to gather together and rally on, on his behalf. And, you know, and ladies and gentlemen, please, I am not for the murder or violence towards anyone, uh, even though they might have a sexual orientation that I completely disagree with. Uh, I don't believe in, you know, murder or violence towards people like that or anybody. But this rally was put together by the LGBT community and they were expecting, I don't know the number, they were expecting a certain number of people, hoping for a certain number of people to come down to this rally. They only, they got less than half, (laughs) which, you know, praise God, uh, praise God, because they're also trying to push these bills and legislation through the Mexican government to open the door for the LGBT homosexuality and everything like that, which is so vile and so wicked. It's, you know, it, it, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard me talk about this stuff before. It always, not sometimes, it always leads to and opens the door for such thing as sexual perversion towards children, sexual perversion in the sex trafficking of children. It always leads there. Why anyone would want to open the door to that? We see here in the United States of America where this perversion has been unlocked and opened up and it's disgusting and vile. Again, I don't want anybody harmed or murdered or violence shown towards them. But at the same time, we should not be allowing what the Bible and what God still says is an abomination. We should not be opening the door and say, oh, go ahead and do it, it's wonderful. It always leads to greater depths of perversion, wickedness, evil, and especially towards children. That's where we got to draw the line, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm glad that they didn't get the numbers that they hoped for. And what was so interesting about that is we, we'd actually met some people like in restaurants and everything that were there just for that rally. And they were from other parts of the world. So this This drew people from all over the world, the LGBT community from all over the world, and they still could not get the numbers that they hoped for. And yet, just a few days later, with many of those homosexuals and LGBT uh, people still in Guadalajara and still in that same plaza, 27,000 people, and actually more because there was people already there in the plaza by the time the people in the march got there, but... 27,000 plus showed up to praise Jesus in the same area that they tried to have this rally and push their LGBT agenda. I found it phenomenally fascinating, awesome, terrific, over-the-top, spectacular what God did there and how he did it. They had a couple of buildings lit up with the rainbow colors and we're praising Jesus And I'm looking at these rainbow colors on this building. And I started to chuckle because it hit me. Actually, it was God that hit me. But God hit me with this idea, with this thought, this reality, if you will, that remember, the rainbow belongs to God. Okay, God created the rainbow and put it in the sky as a symbol of a promise of his covenant that he made with all of mankind. Okay, so it belongs to God. The LGBT community has kind of tried to steal it and make it their own. So every time they fly this rainbow flag or these rainbow colors, in essence, what they're doing 
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, they don't even realize it. And unfortunately, most Christians don't even realize it. But they are proclaiming God's promise, God's biblical promise and covenant before the world. And so here's this building that's lit up in these rainbow colors. And what was, again, fascinating about that, where I was standing, the stage was set up in front of this building, and this building in the background is lit up with these rainbow colors. And there's all kinds of lights and different color lights coming from the stage area. And it just blended in with that rainbow color. And actually, it was it was God's covenant, rainbow covenant colors blending in with the with the same colors on the stage and and in this Christian event with 27,000 people praising and exalting the name of Jesus it was beautiful and as i was seeing this and realizing this and holy spirit was opening my eyes to this reality of what was really going on i had to sit back i laughed a little bit but not because it was a big joke but because i was overwhelmed with the joy and that satisfaction that God even used a community that works against him and his precepts to exalt who he is and what he's all about. That rainbow was flying because God, God himself created it. God put it on display. The LGBT community tried to steal it, but they can't steal something that belongs to God. So they put it on display and God mixes it with the praise that's going to him. It was so phenomenal, ladies and gentlemen. It was so beautiful just to sit there and watch this. And that was in Guadalajara. So we have on December 5th, Saturday, December 5th, we have the March for Jesus in Ocantlan. They're in Mexico, uh, about southeast of Guadalajara. And I can't wait to be a part of that. And I can't wait to see what God does there. Last year we went and we were part of it. And it was it was it was great. It was a great time together. It was wonderful, and the, we marched through the streets again. In about two miles, we marched through the G- streets praising Jesus. People coming out of their homes, people coming out of their businesses, shaking our hands, seeing what's going on. What's all this music and what's all this dancing? What's all this shouting about? We were able to just love on the people, tell them, "Hey, we're going to go down to the plaza there. Meet us at the square." And um, when we got there, there was already worship going on. There was already people dancing and singing and praising God. There was already ministry happening. And what was so interesting, if, if, if you go and you see this square, this plaza, this square, there's a big uh, Catholic church, um, the old school uh, rock, you know, um, cut stone Catholic church, beautiful inside. And the doors, big double doors, uh, they come out into the plaza. It's up on some, uh, you know, like a little hill. It's raised up a little bit so everybody can see this. And we were right there next to this Catholic church. Off on the side a little bit, there's an outdoor stage that's permanently built there. And we were there praising Jesus loud. Now, the only reason I bring this up is because right there with the Catholic church and us uh, Christians, us wild ones, we're out there praising Jesus. And you know what? At least what I saw with my eyes, I don't know what went on the next day. I don't know what went on the days leading up to it. But it was this beautiful blend, if you will, or this beautiful place of where the Catholic and the Christian, you know what, we we have a lot of differences and differences I believe that need to be talked about because it's not just ideas, but it's things that 
you know, are either for or against the word of God. But this thing, I think we can, we agree on, at least with, you know, Catholics and most Christians and most Catholics, is that Jesus is the only way to heaven. Jesus is the only savior. It was Jesus that went to the cross, shed his blood. And if it wasn't for Jesus going to the cross and shedding his blood, we're all lost. Catholic, Christian, doesn't matter who we are, we're lost without the blood of Jesus. And I believe that all of us can agree upon that, Catholic, Christian, you know, uh, whether we be Eastern Orthodox, Orthodox Christian, um, Catholic, Protestant, you know, Charismatics, Charismaniacs, Pentecostals, it doesn't matter, Baptists, I believe we all agree upon that one thing, that Jesus is the central figure, not just the Word of God, but all of history. And if it wasn't for his sacrificial death, on the cross and the shedding of his blood, we're all doomed. And that's what this March of Jesus is about. It's about exalting the name of Jesus. It's not about exalting denomination. It's not about exalting uh, any personality. It's not about exalting some agenda. And these aren't these might be important agendas or important ideas, but it's not about that. It's all about Jesus, the most important subject, the most important person, the most important a figurehead, if you will, in all of history, all the world, all the universe. And it's a march and a celebration all about Jesus. And that's what it was in Guadalajara, and that's what it will be in Okilan. That's why it's so beautiful to see all these Christians come together and start acting like Christians. Put aside our pet ideas. And you guys hear my podcast, or I hope you do. hope this isn't the only one. I hammer things, you know, and I do my best to hammer things that are veering away from the bit, from the Bible. I, I have this saying, but what does the Bible say? When it, when I preach, when I teach, when people ask me questions, well, I heard this guy say this. I heard that guy say this. My pastor teaches that, or this pastor teaches that. I read in a book that this happened. And I say, but what does the Bible say? And it all gets down to the Bible. So I hammered that. But when it comes to a, a thing such as the March for Jesus, and those types of things, we put all of that aside and we focus on Jesus. And what a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. What an awesome thing. Because Jesus is that hub, if you will, that brings us all together. And he cuts through all of our pet peeves and our pet doctrines and our you know, ideas that maybe are 100% or maybe they're 100% off. But if, it's, if, if it, it isn't Jesus the central point Really, you know, what is the point? So anyways, if you live anywhere near the Okalan area, if you're able to get there by car, by bus, by bicycle, uh, any means possible, please be there. Saturday, December the 5th in Okalan, Mexico, uh, right there on the edge of Chapala Lake, about, uh, you know, hour or so south of Guadalajara, and I believe, don't quote me on this because I'm not 100% sure, but I will be looking into it, but I believe some of the pastors that were part of the Guadalajara march are gonna be there in Oakland. This is gonna be spectacular, ladies and gentlemen. This is gonna be spectacular. And Pastor Braulio, as a matter of fact, you can find him on Facebook. If you're not familiar with Pastor Braulio, his name is Braulio Serratos, and his name is B-R-A-U, L-I-O-S-E-R-R-A-T-O-S. Now, please look him up on Facebook 
And when you find him, you'll find him because all the pictures right now on his Facebook are from the Guadalajara March for Jesus. It was spectacular. But please look it up. Tell him you're going to come out. Be praying for him. Be praying for this. Let's support this. And let's all be there. I'm going to be there. I look forward to this. As a matter of fact, I'm bringing a team from the United States in. Bringing a team in just to be part of it and minister, help Pastor Braulio out and any of the other pastors and offer our services, offer the ministry that God has given us to, you know, and just be a part of this. This is going to be spectacular. It's going to be phenomenal. I'm going to be there. I hope you're there. So uh, with this, ladies and gentlemen, especially those of you in Mexico, you know what? Those of you in America, it wouldn't do you bad to fly in. I mean, really, quite honestly, you could fly in, fly into Guadalajara, you know, rent a car, go to Ocalan, get a hotel and be part of this. It would be phenomenal. You know, it'd be phenomenal. Let's just go march for Jesus, praise God in the streets and establish his presence in that city in near that lake, Chapala. And it's easy to find Chapala. It's spelled just the way it sounds and you can find it on the map, big lake, and you can find Ocalan. Ocalan's on the eastern side, eastern side, <laughs> I'll get it out, of Lake Chapala. Please find it. Please be there. What a fantastic time we're going to have. God's moving, ladies and gentlemen. I was just doing a little bit of research on these March for Jesus, you know, worldwide, uh, happening all over the world. And these things are picking up steam. When I say picking up steam, I remember a few years ago, right here in my own hometown, we had a March for Jesus. And there was just, I'll be honest with you. It was very disappointing because hardly anybody showed up and um, hardly anybody showed up at all. <laughs> but then now, and this was this was taking place. Pastor Julian there in Guadalajara just about five or six years ago, he was asked to take over this and the numbers were way down, way down. And in just five years, I believe he went from somewhere like 2,000. If I remember correctly, please don't quote me on this, but somewhere like two. 3,000 people, which to me is still a lot of people, to 27,000 people in about five years. God is doing something. And the body of Christ is waking up and showing up. Now, those of us here in America, it really put a fire under my butt, so to speak. I want to work with some people to get a March for Jesus here in my own hometown. And I, you know what? If even 100 people shows up, well, that's 100 people praising Jesus in the streets. And if next year or the year after, we could do 200 and then 400 and then 800, it won't be long before we're getting into the thousands, tens of thousands. And we just got to keep pressing and keep pushing and keep doing it and releasing the word of the Lord and releasing the presence of God into our cities and into our towns. This is happening all over the place, ladies and gentlemen. This is happening in communist countries where millions of people show up in those countries and start praising Jesus in the streets. So it's time. There's a global movement where people are waking up to the reality of not just who Jesus is, but our part. We need to put Jesus on display in our cities, in our towns, in our homes. And so this is spectacular. This is so spectacular, and I want to be a part of it, and I want you to be a part of it. So please find uh, the March for Jesus closest to you, in your state or your town, your city, and be a part of it. Be a part of it. I don't know when it's going to take place in your city because these happen throughout the year, but be a part of it and show up and march for Jesus and, and just come expecting 
God to move in your city. Come expecting God to move in your state and expect God to move in your nation. I'm already thinking of people that I know in places such as Serbia and, of course, we got Mexico, uh, um, Bolivia, and I'm already thinking, man, when is it taking place in their nation, in their area? I might fly in and be a part of that because it was so spectacular that I'm, I'm on fire now, right now, ladies and gentlemen. I wanna be a part of what God is doing and I want you to be a part of it as well. So those of you in, in Mexico, in the, anywhere near that Lake Chapala area, please go to Ocotlan Saturday, December 5th. Find the square, find Pastor Braulio, and let's make this thing happen. Let's make this the best one. I appreciate each and every one of you guys. I'm on fire right now. I'm excited and everything that God's doing. God bless you all. Thank you for joining us at Table Flippers. Please email me at gwccrobert at gmail.com, gwccrobert at gmail.com. Now go out and have a table flipping day. Should I have said have a Chipalicious day? Chipalicious. Now you're talking. Say goodbye, Chippy. Say goodbye.